Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the home podcast. Haven't uh, done this in a while. I'm sorry. I'm sure nobody's noticed, but I'm going to keep on going. Alexa is talking to me. It's annoying. Um, but tonight we're going to be going through this uh, a sermon called Needs of Seeds. Um, and it's through a a, um, a parable that is um, highly studied, and I've kind of uh, taken a different approach on it. And um, it's not that I'm a lunatic, but I've taken a little bit of a different approach on it, um, and kind of something that the Lord revealed to me in it um, in my own quiet time as I was reading through Mark. Um, but some of you guys know people um, that plant something and it's immediately fruitful and it sprouts up immediately and it's healthy and green. When I think of those kind of people, I think of my grandmother. You know, um, she was somebody who always had healthy plants. And when I think of dead plants, I think of my mom. <laughs> um, all of her plants always died. Uh, they'd live for a little bit, but then they die. Um, you might have some similar people that you kind of think of when um, when you think of plants. Um, my grandmother is the kind of person who um, is excited to go out into her garden and is upset when the deer and bunnies eat um, up her plants. My mother wants the plants and, and waters the seeds and plants, um, but does it as if it's a drag and more than a kind of have-to-do um, mentality and I think that's a, a green thumb compared to a brown thumb and I'm not sure uh, I'm not sure but I'm, I'm willing to bet that my grandmother used to talk to her plants and um, talk to her seeds and I know for a fact that my mom doesn't um, kind of a weird statement I know but according to Penn State uh, plants actually benefit from humans talking to them. Weird, I know. They also benefit from music and sound actually stimulates a plant. Um, so I want to talk about the seeds in our lives to, uh, in this podcast and where you um, personally have planted seeds or how you um, can see them blossom. And I'm not talking about like this is not like a plant class. It's not what this is. That'd be weird. The seeds I'm talking about is where you're investing your time for Jesus. Where you're talking about Jesus in people's lives. Where you're investing your talents and gifts and possessions in um into Jesus's kingdom. So if you would, um, we're going to be in Mark chapter 4, um, pretty much the entire message. Um, and we're going to cover nine verses. Um, and in this, um, in this section, this is actually Jesus preaching um, or speaking. Um, it's read in the Bible, so that's what that means. It's important. And this is something you would call a parable. So the way I kind of define parable is a short story to convey a kingdom truth. All right? So this is a parable. It's nine verses, and we're going to start. Mark chapter 4, verse 1 through 9. He began to teach again by the sea. 
and such a very large crowd gathered to him that he that he got into a boat in the sea and sat down and the whole crowd was by the sea on the land and he was teaching them many things in parables and was saying to them in his teaching listen to this behold the sower went out to sow as he was sowing some seed some seed fell on the road and the birds came up and ate it other seed fell on the rocky ground where it did not have much soil and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of soil and after the sun had risen it scorched it because it had no root it withered away Verse 7, other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. Other seeds fell uh, into the good soil. They grew up and increased. They yielded a crop and produced 30, 60, and 100-fold. Verse 9, and Jesus was saying, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. So first I want to wake up to the fact of how many people were gathered around Jesus to listen to this 30-second message, right? Jesus took more time getting into the water so everyone could hear him than giving such a short message, and then he spent more time coming back to shore. When I read this for the first time, or when I did read this for the first time, I was like, wow, great sermon, Jesus, you know? He's talking about a farmer throwing seeds onto different soils. But there's so much packed into this, and we're going to cover one perspective of it tonight. So there's four soils, the thorns, the rocks, the road, and the good soil. One thing I want to draw attention to is this farmer just started throwing seeds all over the place, right? It didn't seem like he was very strategic. It almost seemed like he was careless. Um, Or was he just testing his luck? When I think of planting, I think of the exact, exactly where I want that seed to be and where I want that plant to be. And I'm sure um, most of us do the same. You know, like when we're walking to the front door of our house, we want to make sure that the flower is in the perfect spot. Or we want to make sure that the tree is in the perfect spot. All of these different things. I think there's some significance in why Jesus used every word he used in this sermon. The farmer began to just throw seeds out as if he won the lottery and was just skipping around throwing throwing dollar bills in the sky and making it rain, you know? He was just throwing seeds everywhere he could, anywhere he could. So you're probably thinking, Lex, this is really weird. Why are you talking about plants tonight? So often we do the same thing with our time and people and things. Let's shift our perspective off of plants now, Okay. Let's reread this parable with a lens uh, that I'm about to set up in front of you. Let's talk about, let's think back to the beginning of the message and talking about what seeds actually mean in this story. Where are you investing your time for Jesus' kingdom? You know, we have a lot of time on our hands. and uh, We have a lot of time that we're responsible for. Think of it this way. If you were to sit in a room for 24 hours doing nothing, it would feel like a ton of time. But since we're busy, we're do- things go by really fast. You know, we're just filling our days with things so that it doesn't seem like it's 24 hours. So a normal day for you might be school, work, friends, conversation, food, family, sports, music, and, and anything else that applies to you. 
you have many things that are taking up your brain capacity at once, you know? And you're driving, you're thinking of other things. When you're eating, you're thinking of other things. All of these things. I, I would consider all of these things um, seeds or potential seeds. You as a Christian have seeds planted in all of those different areas in your life and all of those different things in your life, which could be good or bad, right? So let's read this one more time. Um, and when I preach through this in person, um, instead of just into a microphone, I passed out journals to everybody and I had um, everybody split one sheet of paper into four squares. Not like folding, not like tearing, but just drawing lines and in those different sections, uh, I'll tell you to read them once I read the story one more time. So Mark 4, verse 1. He began to teach again by the sea, and such a very large crowd gathered to see him that he had to get into a boat in the sea and sat down, and the whole, and the whole crowd was by the sea on the land. And he was teaching them many things in parables and saying to, to them in his teaching, Verse 3, listen to this, behold, the sower went out to sow. As he was sowing, some, some seed fell beside the road, and the birds came up and ate it. Other seed fell on the rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of soil. And after the sun had risen, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away and died. Verse 7, other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. And the other seed fell onto good soil. And as they grew up and increased, they yielded a crop and produced 30, 60, and a hundredfold. And he was saying, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. So I want to break this into a couple into a lot of categories okay so hang with me the cool thing about this is that there's this um, thing called rewind and you can rewind if you miss something okay so as I mentioned before we read that I had everybody split a piece of paper with a, a line vertically down the middle and a line horizontally down the middle now in each box I, I, I want you to either label or envision one box that says rocks one box that says roads one box that says thorns and one box that says good soil. And I want us to do some inventory tonight. I never want us to just come and listen to uh, a sermon or listen to a podcast. I want us to do something with every word in the Bible that we study. So, and then you've got the, the four squares on, on the right side um, of your kind of book. And then on the left side, I want you to... Um, right at the top of that page, seeds in the bag. And I want us to be brutally honest with ourselves tonight. Okay? You're only cheating yourself because you don't have to, like, turn this in or anything. You're not held accountable for this, but it's something that I want us to do action with at the end of this. Okay? Or maybe even on our 2019 um, kind of thing. So this farmer threw seeds all over the place. For the remainder of this message, I want us to identify people, things, and time that we have invested into each soil. Right now, I want to do some inventory on our farming skills with people, okay? For the remainder of this message, we are farmers. 
And frankly, if you are a Christian, you are a farmer. Okay, and I'll explain why at the end. So hang on to that. So let's do some inventory on our farming skills with people first. So for rocky soil, rocky soil maybe these are the kind of people um, that you talked to them about Jesus or invited them to church and, and they came, had an encounter with the Lord and it sprang up fast, you know? And now they're spending their time elsewhere and their faith has withered away completely, just like the seed did. It sprang up quick, and then it died off quick, okay? For the road, with these kind of people, it's throw it's a seed that you threw, and something else just came and grabbed their attention, and nothing happened with that seed you threw. For thorns, maybe this was a person that you took a risk with with talking about Jesus, and it took time to sprout, and the uh, sprout, and then they fought and fought and fought for this for this guy named Jesus and a relationship with Jesus, and the chaos of life just choked it out of him, just like the thorns choked the plant out. And the good soil is is kind of the self-explanatory one. It's one that you have um, introduced them to Jesus, and they're still with Jesus today, and they have intimacy and relationship with Jesus, not religion, okay? Cool? Oh, and then on the left side of your page, you got that seeds in the bag, and it is... Um, your Christianity faith walk is a complete secret. People don't know that you go to church. People don't know that you listen to the podcast. People don't know you are a Christian. Okay? So with all those different soils, I want you to kind of name people that you have um, invited, but they sprouted up quick and then they died off, which is the rocky soil or or something else grabbed their attention and it was the road just like the bird came up and snatched that seed. All of these things, I want you to identify people and identify names that pop into your head um, and write them down, you know? Write them down and because I, I want this to be a visual kind of thing. Um, if you're driving, don't write them down. But let's shift shift um, away from people. Now let's shift uh, into things and skills and gifts. What has the Lord entrusted you with, and where have those things fallen? You know, where have those seeds been scattered? For the rocky soil, you committed this thing, this gift, this talent um, to the Lord, and said, "I will only use this for God." Then it got attention of something else or from someone else. For the road, you thought of how you could use this for Jesus, then something swept in and took that thing and your focus shifted. Instead of glorifying the Lord with that talent or gift or thing, then it shifted over to maybe magnifying you. Thorns. You took a risk and fought and fought and fought for this thing to honor Jesus, but your passion was lost for it and it was choked out. And then the good soil, you de- you dedicated this thing um, or skill or gift to the Lord, and now that now you can see some fruit coming from that, um, and it, you've nurtured it and you've glorified Jesus with that gift. And then seeds in the bag is you do everything for you, and following Jesus is just a hobby like the rest of things. Okay, now let's do the same with time. 
Okay, maybe it's where you're allotting your time for the Lord, or maybe where you're wasting your time doing things that aren't honoring. Okay, rocky soil. You spend a ton of time with honoring Jesus early on, and then you compromise time after time, and it withered away to dead. The road. You had a thought about, oh, I could spend this free time or spend this time with the Lord. Then something else captured your attention. Thorns, you created a routine in life and spent time wisely and and it worked. You grew and grew, but then life choked you out and, and um, your time with the Lord ended up dying. Good soil. You use your time wisely and it's honoring to God and you have great intimacy with Jesus. And then seeds in the bag. Obviously, this one is you don't spend any time with Jesus at all. And again, it's just a hobby. Last one that I want to go through is money. You know, um, maybe you got a job, maybe you have an allowance, and the seed is your money. Rocky soil. Early on in your faith walk, you were obedient to donate or tithe to a church to advance God's kingdom, and then the amount slowly and slowly diminished until it hit zero, and you chalk it up as, I forgot. The road. You got money, and then something new came along, and you wanted it more than donating, okay? Or something like the new Call of Duty game came out, and you spent all your money on that, and you were digging through every pair of pants and every cushion to find some change to be able to afford that, and went and bought it instead of giving it to the Lord. Uh, Thorns, you were donating and tithing and it was good, then life hit, your car broke down or you broke something in the house or something happened and you had to stop donating because you were afraid that you would run out of money and you got choked out. Good soil, you give regularly and you ask the Lord to tell you what to give every time and you give and you are perfectly obedient with what he tells you to do. Seeds in the bag, you don't give the Lord what he first gave you. I know, that was kind of harsh, but it's true. So do some inventory real quick. You know, pause this, do some inventory. I'm going to keep on going, but you have the pause button, okay? Do that inventory because it is, it's good, you know? It's not to make you feel silly, Um about yourself or but it's just simply to do inventory and you know the the new year is here and people always love to say new year new me and and set these goals and and do all of this stuff and i want to challenge you to look back on this on um whatever today is the first the third i want you to look back on this next next year on january the third and do a comparison of where you were and where you are now, you know? Again, it's not to make you feel like you suck. I, I that's that's a, that's a bad sermon. I want us to think about back to the top of the message. I want to when I talked about my grandma and my mom and a green thumb and a brown thumb. I believe the Lord has called us all to be farmers. Farm, sorry. I believe the Lord has called us all to be farmers. The thing I love about the farmer in this parable is he threw seeds everywhere. First question, are we? 
Are we throwing seeds everywhere? Are we spending our time wisely, our talents wisely, our treasure wisely, our, our I don't know, time wisely? All of these different things, are we doing it for the Lord? I hope most of us are. But we live in such a microwave culture and we want immediate fruit. And when it doesn't happen, we just chalk it up as a loss. You know, sometimes to make a plant grow in the rocky soil, you got to work a little bit. And I'll get into that in a second. But I believe all four soils can be like one soil. Let me explain. I think the, the thorn, the road, and the good soil can turn into rocky soil. The same way I think rocky, thorn, and good soil can turn into a road. And the same way I think a rock, a road, and a good soil can turn into a thorny soil. Last one's my favorite, is the rocky, the thorny, and the road soil can turn into good soil. And it all depends on what kind of farmer we are. If you neglect a good soil, it's going to get bad. You know, I think about my, the house, (laughs) Blake's calling me. I think about the house that I grew up in. Um, we had this vegetable kind of garden, if we can call it that, but it was neglected for so long that it turned bad. It was good soil at one point, but it turned bad because we just didn't do it. It was a cool thought, you know? So if you neglect good soil, it's going to get bad. So what kind of farmer are you? Are you throwing your seed everywhere expecting it will happen and you're not doing anything? And then you're just like, cool, the good soil sprouted. And that's easy. That was the microwave Christian that we just created. You know, that's easy. But I'm sorry, that's 25%. You know, if we're only hitting four, we're throwing onto four different soils and we're only getting fruit from the good soil, we're getting 25%. It's a quarter. It's terrible. It's an F. First point I want to make is you can't just throw seeds out. Seeds have needs. Seeds have needs. Just like I was talking earlier about the studies show that if you talk to plants, they grow better, faster, and stronger. Your seeds that you have thrown, go talk to them. Go encourage them. Go approach them. If you have seeds in the bag, that's just silly, right? That is a terrible farmer. You're essentially looking at a bag full of seeds and wondering why you don't have any fruit and why you're hungry that week, you know? That's a terrible farmer. Confused why you have no fruit because all your seeds in the bag. That's dumb. We are responsible for nurturing everything that we do in life. Everything good in life. You know, you don't want to nurture your sin. That's bad. But you want to nurture the, the things that you've invested into the kingdom of heaven. You know, it would be really silly if we just neglected 75% of the seeds that we've thrown. That's silly. Think of this. Did you know trees never stop growing? We should never either. Trees get huge. Trees are always growing and they... they, they they stop growing in height completely, right? At some point, they stop growing in height. 
And then once the tree has reached their full height, their, their cells start uh, stop dividing and they actually start to bulk up like a bodybuilder so they can withstand anything, right? They start going, they start getting wide. So their trunk gets wider and wider and wider. All of us should resonate with this. Everyone is always growing, not physically, but spiritually. If a, if a tree stopped growing, it would die. If we stop growing, we're going to die. Okay? Not physically, but spiritually. I don't want anybody to die spiritually. You know, we're supposed to have eternal life in heaven, not eternal life in hell. That's death. We want eternal life in heaven, which is life to the fullest. We're always growing. If you neglect a tree just because it's huge, it still needs nourishment, right? That's why the home is in place. It's to nourish each other and, and encourage one another. All of these different things. So what I want us to think about as I wrap this thing up is what seeds have you neglected in your life? And hey, let's be good farmers. Let's be really good farmers. Because the cool thing is, if you rip away the thorns and you turn up that soil, it's going to turn good. If you get rid of some of the rock and you turn up that soil, it's going to be good. On that road, if you turn up that soil, it's going to be good soil. And if you talk to your seeds and you, if you nourish those, those relationships and nourish those seeds and nourish that time and nourish those talents to then reflect Jesus, it's going to be, you're, it's going to be very fruitful for you. So the big question is, what kind of farmer are you? And what time, what time are you spending on your seeds? Are you just throwing them and say, well, we'll see what happens? Or are you saying, are you, or are you throwing them and being very intentional about what's going to happen with that seed? Yeah, there is an extent that though the people that you're sowing seeds into are responsible for saying yes or no. But I don't want to be the person saying yes or no for them. I want to be the person saying, hey, Jesus, he's the only thing that I've found that's worked. He's the good soil. He is perfection. And how could we not want this? Okay, so what kind of farmer are you? And if you're a bad farmer, be a good farmer. It's simple, okay? I'm going to get better about this podcast thing. I know I always say that, but I really want to get better about it because um, I want to reach as many people as I can. Um, so if you need anything, please reach out. Um, if you... Uh, need prayer, please reach out. Um, whatever you need, um, please reach out to us. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can reach out to me personally, um, whatever it takes. Um, know that we're praying for you and that you're loved. So keep it real. See you next week.